Welcome to Screen Thoughts with Hollister and O'Toole. And joining me for today's topic, book critic Wendy Shields. Always a pleasure. I heard about you and Ted. Heard what exactly? Every seven years, the itch comes over him. He gets restless, does something juvenile. I'm not going home with you, Wendy. Oh, instead of buying a motorcycle, Daddy decided to give a spin. Who is it? Darwan Singh Tour for your driving lesson, please. What happened? We're moving. That's good. It's about time you started driving. I used to have a husband who drove. Oh, Ted. Where do they find these skanks? They just like them young. You can mold them however they like. Teach them tricks. <laughs> Teach yourself to see everything. The driver's biggest problem is everyone else. You can't always trust people to behave properly. Ain't that the truth? Wendy, what does a woman like for a gift? I don't know, candy, flowers? That's it. Darvan? She's from a village near where I grew up. My sister picked her out for me. Now that you're married, maybe a double date in Chinatown? Cheeky. Tell me where you want to drive. To go somewhere else. I'd like something to take my mind off my mind. That's why I do yoga, meditate. I do ambient. When a man marries a woman, they become one spirit. I don't know what I believed about marriage, except that it would always be there. Why do you teach driving? For a better job, I would have to take off my turban, shave off my beard. But this is how I know who I am. Why did I ever think I could drive? I ignore everything and everybody around me. I never learned to cook because I thought my mother would always be there to cook for me. Then there was half a world between us, so I make my own food. Your point? No point. I'm learning to drive. Well, that's a scary thought. Shut up! I think it's time to discuss road rage. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life out there. When you are at the wheel of a car, this is all there is. Your life, right now. Here we are at the Provincetown Film Festival and the first film that Miss O'Toole put together <laughs> for us to see, I only go where she tells me to, is Learning to Drive, which is coming to your theater in August, which lucky you. Go ahead, O'Toole, what say you first? Yes, well, this movie placed second amongst the audience favorites at the Toronto International mm -hmm. Film Festival, which we know is the largest in the world. And guess which movie? Bigger is not better sometimes, you know. Well, that is I true. I just want to say. That is true. But just to show, the movie that was the audience favorite at Toronto this past year was The Imitation Game. And it was very well received here today in Provincetown. And I thought this was just a wonderful oh, movie. It is. it is so good. <laughs> now, I have said in a bunch of past podcasts that for me, the winner, somebody to be a contender for best picture for an Academy Award mm -hmm. should not just be a great story. It has to have great acting. It has to have great cinematography. It has to have great, a great script. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I, 10 minutes into this, I thought this has it all, you know, every single thing about it. It's funny. It's sad. It's got opposites all over the place that really, really come together to just bring a story that will break your heart at the same time you're laughing out loud at mm -hmm. one-liners. But the one-liners really 
worked because they they were part of a of a paragraph. They weren't just one liners, which is always better in humor, don't you think? Absolutely, and delivered by consummate oh. actors. I mean, this movie starred the tremendous Patricia Clarkson and Ben Kingsley. Oh my God, Ben, what where have you been for the last five years? Where oh, has he been? Well, by it's the way, funny that you should ask because the backstory on how this movie was made, I think, is very interesting. A huh. couple of years ago, Patricia Clarkson, Penelope Cruz, and Ben Kingsley starred in a movie together called Elegy. I think it was Betty Davis who said, old age is not for sissies. You gotta stop worrying about growing old. Worry about growing up. I spent my whole life jumping from one relationship to another. Surprise. Wow. Thank God for these little interludes. Because this made me believe that I was never alone. Do you play the piano? Would you play for us? Too many people. I'd freeze. If I go to your place, will you do something for me? Why don't you take her to the prom? No, you don't get it. She's a throwback to a completely different time. What? A movie. How come I never yes. heard of this? Well, a friend recommended it to me, and if I had been a better friend to you, I would have immediately <laughs> recommended it to you. It was very well done. Uh -huh. And it was directed by the amazing Spanish director, Isabel, and I'm going to spell her last name because I know I'm going to butcher it. Well, it's when in doubt, <laughs> spell it out. C-O-I-X-E-T. Since I don't even know how to pronounce Barcelona, Barcelona, you see my issue here. So X in that context is usually pronounced C-H. Okay. Well, I only know this you. because of one person I met. That's the only reason. But anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this director, we'll call her Isabel. Um, ben Kingsley and Patricia Clarkson enjoyed working together so much on Elegy. They convinced her to do this movie. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know why they, she would need convincing. Because you know, anybody who reads much. one page of the script knows mm -hmm. that this is a movie you want to be in, you're dying to be in. It's a wonderful And it's set in New York, which is the perfect right. setting for this. And we're not giving too much away in a movie called Learning to Drive, saying that Patricia Clarkson is learning to drive. And she's in the same boat as many New Yorkers who live on this tiny <laughs> island of 18 million people, and they don't have a car, and they it's don't true. know how to drive That's you know true. and ben kingsley plays the wonderful driving instructor and it's a movie about two people who cross paths at the exact right moment in their lives where or they really the need worst each other. you know the worst the yeah, lowest the worst threat. moment of their lives but where the other person is going to make them get through it and it's one of those um but it's lessons not a love too. story it is but it's, it's a not a friend story but isn't that the highest form of, of love absolutely. i'm sure there's some kind of philosopher Absol out it's here just who, so much you know. bigger than a romantic love of you know a star you know, we're a, you know, it's just so rich. And it you know? could have been a love story, but I think these are two people who are, you know, doing the right thing. I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk about the opening scene. Mm -hmm. Okay, the opening scene has at one point Ben Kingsley is walking across the street, sort of out of Abbey Road, um, <laughs> but you know, in that in a U two kind of way. Well, in a in a purposeful kind of way. And he does seem to move with. Purpose. Oh my God! He's always but got you know what? And, and he, you know, and he's got a little bit of a, a little beer belly, which you see sideways, and he walks with this great purpose, but also with pride mm -hmm. and humility mm -hmm. and intelligence, kindness and compassion. Oh my God! And just in walking, he can mm -hmm. he portrays all of those things just in walking, and then just as he's reaching to make a turn in the corner, they start with some Indian music, which I saw at the end of the credits because when I'm with Miss O'Toole, I stay for the credits. When I'm not, I, I do well not. I know. She makes me sit there the till seat. the bitter end. Uh -huh. But I did notice in the credits that that was original, that was original music. It was and original it was, music. it just Beautiful. smacks you in the face. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, mm -hmm. talked in the second best Marigold exotic <laughs> 
hotel number two, we talked about was there too much noise around being in India and all the sounds and all the and all the colors and everything else. Well, the music did what being in India and Marigold did, and it I really brought the fact that, you know, brought India and his history and his culture and everything into this film. And then at one point later on, he makes a comment about he wants to wear his turban because if not, he'll forget who he is because it's really easy to do that in America. Mm -hmm. And it is such a moment. I mean, in other words, Mm -hmm. there are so many lessons in this and who better to learn from than Ben Kingsley. I mean, who so deserved his Oscar for playing Gandhi way back when. And by the way, doesn't he look younger than he did then? He looks fabulous. He's aging very well. Okay, does that mean he's had work done? I know we're not supposed (gasps) to talk about things. No, I think it's just that karmic payoff. I hope so, because he's, well, he's wearing a full beard, so. But he looked great in Elegy, because that's what took me a while to watch that movie, Mm -hmm. is that I thought Penelope Cruz is going to play his student and his love interest, and I read the synopsis, and I thought this could be a little creepy. And the same friend who recommended it said, have you seen it yet? And I said, no. And she goes, you're probably thinking it could be a little creepy, but trust me, it's a great movie. Oh, she'd seen it already. She had seen, seen it already. It in and he really, you know, he pulled off that movie. And Oh, um, he pulls, he more than pulls this off. But also, by the way, it we're not giving credit to everyone else. This mm-hmm. is a combined effort. And yes. I have to say that um, the Patricia Clarkson... What an amazing actor. And there's a scene in the back of a of a taxi cab where she and her husband are breaking up. Mm-hmm. And her anger and her pain and uh-huh. everything else, uh, you can't buy that kind of acting. She you can can't buy it. Do it all. And what a wonderful, yep. inciting incident oh my for the God. script. But she went to the Yale School of Drama. And I think the Yale School of Drama, when you consider some of their illustrious oh. alumni, like Meryl Streep, of course. And, and whose daughter, Weaver, whose and daughter and is in this movie. Yes, her daughter is in the movie. Yep. Um, so it's great. Grace Gummer, who looks so much like her sister, Mamie Gummer. I can see how a person could get them confused. Grace Gummer, of course, was in Frances Ha and one of your favorite TV shows. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's where I've seen the news. Room. Oh, my God. Yes. That's where I saw uh-huh. her before. I had no idea that was Meryl Streep's daughter. And in the newsroom, she plays a very similar role, actually. She's also in the up and coming confirmation movie that's movie coming out. about up. Anita Hill? Yes, it's a, it's about Anita Hill. And I can't wait to see what role she plays there. Yeah, so here she plays Patricia Clarkson's daughter. Well, her and her daughter. husband's daughter. Who's and also, her husband's yeah. daughter. That's true. <laughs> Patricia yeah. Clarkson can do it all. He, but, he didn't die. He but, left you know, her. Crazy <laughs> it's a little bit different. Exactly. Um, you know, and therefore provides the goal of the movie that she's moving to Vermont and she wants her mother to come visit her. But since the husband has left her, Patricia Clarkson is going to have to learn how to drive herself. And it was such a wonderful analogy that driving is freedom. And the same way Ben Kingsley was looking for something in his life, Patricia Clarkson was looking for something in hers. And I thought the whole teacher-student driving in the car vehicle, it was a wonderful... Well, you know, it's funny because I grew up in Detroit. Uh-huh. And you know I, something about cars. Well, and my dad was at Ford, and it was 1970-70. And at that time, when you were in management at Ford, your kids went to Ford Driving School. So I went to Ford Driving School to learn how to drive. And so watching him teaching her, he treats it as seriously as when I went to the Ford Driving School. Interesting. He And the life lessons he imparts, pay attention to the moment. And when you're in the car driving, that's all you're doing. And isn't that what the world now is all about, is trying to stay in the moment and stay with the moment and make sure you're focusing on what you're doing in that time and not think about what's coming next. I loved it when he said, you know, we need to work on anger management next because so she has a temper. Funny, her little road rage. Yes. yes. What a great idea 
to take learning to drive to that next level. And keep in mind that learning to drive has been in many films, but it's usually done with humor and with craziness and all of these other things. The Sex in the City episode where they all got into exactly. the backseat of you the know car what? Exactly. because no one knew how to drive. Yeah, but mm -hmm. here we have... You can learn about life mm -hmm. learning to drive. I know. It was like a, Fabulous. an advanced yogic seminar. I know. And on... never seen before. Yep. First time mm -hmm. you take that kind of a, of a thing and bring it to a rich lesson mm -hmm. rather than a joke or anger or something else. And yeah, I thought it was brilliantly it's done. true. Exerting yeah. tolerance, do yep. no harm. Yep. Yep. And I saw an interview by director Isabel and Ben Kingsley, which was given at the Toronto Film Festival. And she said something very interesting. She said because she's from Spain and being from Europe, a lot of people in Europe have this vision of Americans that they lead very sheltered lives. And she said, when you think about New York City and you think about a lot of the cab drivers in New York City, so many are from different countries and perhaps have experienced tremendous amounts of pain or have sought asylum, what have you. And so she really liked bringing that bicultural aspect where when Patricia Clarkson gets into Ben Kingsley's car, it, it automatically just is a great juxtaposition of two completely different it lives. Is. I in mean, the same absolutely city. wonderful. And what a wonderful touch that they were really both from Queens. And I thought it was interesting also when the credits were rolling. I do have to start staying for credits more. <laughs> Thanks, O'Toole, for the lesson and staying around a little longer. I noticed that it was, um, it's based on an article that was done for The New Yorker. That's right. Uh, by yeah, Katha by, by Katha Pollitt about a personal experience that she had. Also which called I, Learning to Drive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, you sort of knew it really happened some somewhere somehow because it was just too good to not have had personal experience. It felt very yeah, real. It really did. Okay. And so then the screenplay was done by Sarah um, Kernaken, I believe is how you, or is it? <laughs> I'm still working on poor Isabel's last name. It was done by Sarah K-E-R-N-O-C-H-A-N. And what a screenplay she wrote. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. She's known for nine and a half weeks, for example. Oh, and she wrote Summersby and yes. What Lies Beneath. Yes. So wow. she's written, you know, it's funny. She's not a household name, but she ought to be. She won an Oscar for Best Documentary. I knew that, yes. Wow. I was going to say that, yeah. When she was 27. Yeah. Yeah, she can write. Well, this girl can write. to Sarah, my goodness. Yeah, and where is she hiding? Like, she how can we don't... She recorded two albums as a singer-songwriter? Yeah, I mean... She can do it all. Okay, my inferiority complex and okay. I are just going to have to take a little and pause And that's here. fine. We can have that, because if you she were She wrote a her, novel? She wrote a novel, yeah. Hollister. I think we need to read that novel, by the way. She wrote a musical? Uh, okay, we need to, Sarah, first Sarah, of all, we Sarah, need to learn how to pronounce her name correctly, by the way. We need we to can't even pronounce her name if she's written a novel. And by musical. the way, everybody needs to know her name. She's really, really one of the best out there. And if I were going to have my life, you know, and somebody said, okay, who do you want to write it? I would say her for sure. Wow. Humor. She won a second Oscar. Yeah, for her she, short Thoth. I never knew she did that oh, one. I know. There you go. Do you know, She's isn't fabulous. that the one that starred... Do you remember that guy that used to go around New York City almost completely naked and he wore bells around his ankles? No, I do and not And he know. played the violin? No. You've got to remember Thoth. He used to hang out in Central Park all the time. I do not know this guy. He's as famous as the naked cowboy was. Yeah, she's no, also... She made the documentary about him. There's a moment in the film when... Um, when he Ben Kingsley has he's 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 married somebody he never met who was sent over to be his wife, and he's really trying to make it work. And he says to her, you know, what what wonderful thing could you know what can I do for her to make her feel better? And mm -hmm. 
And then, and he's told, well, you know, my husband gave me a book of poems for um, oh, my first anniversary. And then every year we would, I would read a poem out of the book and he would put his head on my lap and it was a great moment. So, you know, of course, and this has happened to us all where you think you can recreate something you heard that's going to be fabulous and it just sort of falls flat. But after that, before his wife-to-be arrives, he's wrapping the book of poems that he's yep. chosen. Mm -hmm. And if anybody ever wrapped anything for me the way he wrapped that book, oh, and by the way, it was only attention. 10 mm -hmm. seconds yep. and they let, it was just long enough and they could have made it longer and then it would have been too long. It was just mm -hmm. the right amount of editing, brilliantly edited movie. And it showed so <sighs> many things. It showed how yes. he and Patricia Clarkson were on the same wavelength. Without a word. Loved without words. Without a word. Without a you, word. And we should also say that wife-to-be was played by the wonderful Sarita Chowdhury. Exactly. I'm and probably butchering her name too, but um, she of course started out in Mississippi Masala yep. and yep. was last seen in your other show, Homeland. Homeland. She, oh my God, yes. Yes, she plays Saul's wife. She does and mm -hmm. plays it beautifully. Mm -hmm. And she plays a very different role. She plays Jesseline, which I think is a beautiful name. Mm -hmm. His wife uh, that he marries, her name was Jesseline. Hi, my name is Jesseline. That just rolls right off your tongue. <laughs> and that one we can say. Hopefully we're saying it right. Well, he said it that way, so I figure if it's good enough for Ben, it's good enough for <laughs> Anyway, what's also nice is here we are in Provincetown. I have to say this. It is a sunny day. It's 65 degrees. Every view in Provincetown is of the ocean, and people wait patiently in line to go into the movies that we're seeing. And we were in the town hall, a which has beautiful building. Oh my God, wooden mm -hmm. chairs that you think are going to be awful, but they're not. It's like the best of New England architecture. You know, kudos to the Provincetown Film Festival because every year they honor usually about two actors for a Lifetime oh, Achievement oh. Award. And last year they honored Patricia Clarkson and Deborah Winger. Patricia Clarkson was nominated for an Oscar for Pieces of April. Where oh, she played Katie that. Holmes' yeah. mother. Yeah. And she won two Emmys for the show Six Feet Under. Oh. Most recently on stage, she was on Broadway starring opposite Bradley Cooper in The Elephant Man. Oh, yes, of course, yes. of course, of and course. And I read an interview with her and she said that one thing that threw off her career a little bit at the beginning of her career was she often, directors often wanted to cast her as the ingenue because of her look. She's so petite and, you know, the blonde hair. But then she opened her mouth and they said her voice was too deep. Hmm. So she said with the years, she's grown into her voice and she's grown into her looks. And there was a scene in this movie where she's interviewed on the radio. She's a book critic. And just listening to her voice, yeah, I think she had it's a low, very it is low, yeah, broadcastable yeah. voice. Well, and also that's, uh, we don't want to spoil too many things. So I'm not going to tell you what happens, but there's every, every other scene in this is, has, it, it's, it's like an aha moment. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. You know, and she talks about her love of books and her love of the written word. It's, it's a moment. Everybody enjoyed it as much as we did. You know, you can feel it. And then at the end, the applause went on and on and on. Before we end this, why do we love Ben Kingsley? I mean, he's just... He's a force. On I realize the this is the fourth time out of 40 podcasts that I've said this, but why didn't I marry Ben? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, you're going to have a male harem <laughs> if you know. line them all up. You know, all the he's ones. the guy, you know, like every role he plays, you just say, oh, that's the guy, you know. Well, but he has been married four times in real life. Okay, so I don't want to hear you these could things. Be number five. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, yeah, um, gladly. But, you know, also, Patricia Clarkson, looking at her, I thought she's somewhere between what I describe her as elfin or patrician. You know, she she does have that Meryl Streep look of you know they're very intelligent. Well, Meryl Streep's but, daughter looks very much. I mean, you can you see that she could play her daughter because she certainly looks yeah exactly it's like definitely the offspring. Yeah, of that they were cousins or in another life or something. Mm -hmm. But now here's my bit of trivia. Did you know that Meryl Streep 
was pregnant with Grace Gummer when she was filming Heartburn. We discussed Heartburn in our Nora Ephron we podcast. We did, but I didn't know she was pregnant. And See, she was Mazel almost top. born on a set. That's how much acting is in okay. her blood. Um, about five years ago, Patricia Clarkson played the lead in a movie that I loved called Cairo Time. Didn't Did see you it. ever see no. it? You never Do saw I need it. to see it? Well, for me, it's so up my alley because it takes place in Egypt. And it was similar in theme a little bit to this movie where you've got Patricia Clarkson playing the well-educated, well-read American woman who goes to Cairo to meet with her husband, who's a UN peacekeeper, but he's detained. So talk about another movie that really brought an exposition naturally where the very first scene, she's passing through customs. So she has to answer questions. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Where's your husband? And the movie is basically her with her husband's Egyptian security detail hmm. named Tadek. And here we have Patricia Clarkson with Ben Kingsley playing a Sikh driver and such a beautifully told simple story really of two people and how they have an effect on each other. And good for the director. We didn't mention the director much and we should say that... Well, we would have mentioned her more if I could pronounce her name. Okay. Yes, Isabel C-O-I-X-E-T. Talk about pulling everything together in a brilliant way. She must have set up those scenes. Every scene is so crafted, Mm -hmm. so set up beautifully, perfect camera angles and action. You know, the scenes in the taxi cab, you mm-hmm. know. She said that is very important to her to frame the shot uh-huh. with the appropriate location. Uh-huh. she did it. So in the same interview at the Toronto Film Festival, she said what she loves to do, and Ben Kingsley said she is so adept at this, is setting the stage in a confined space so that the actors are given the organic space to act naturally. And I do have a Patricia Clarkson quote for you that okay. I thought you would oh, appreciate. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yes, Hollister, I thought this was Okay, this will help. Okay, this is Patricia Clarkson quote. I've dated several men with motorcycles. I would like to say I've dated several poet laureates, but no, I've dated several men with motorcycles. Which is why we should all marry Ben Kingsley. (laughs) He probably has a motorcycle. Well, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But go see this movie. We promise. And also, I'm going to make a prediction here. It's going to be up for an Academy Award for next year. That's my prediction. It deserves to be. And I hope it's for Best Picture. Because it surely should get for a lot of the different individual elements. But again, this is where you put it all together and you've got a perfect movie. So enjoy it. And kudos to the festival. Yep. Yep.